0: culture and class in America live from Long Island's Gold Coast this is the Melissa I tell Duran show on breaking it down radio with co-host Frank McKay I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa I tell Duran show Frank McKay here so much more importantly the wife the mother the dancer the educator the novelist the author of several books the subject of two different documentaries the, uh, the Long time Host now You could say the long time host of the Melissa Itel Juren show and you could Hear us on 124 Different podcasts and radio Outlets and before that She was the subject of a long Radio series But now as the host Of the Melissa Itel Juren show There are hundreds and hundreds of shows you could pick From and binge listen to everything that we've been doing here. Frank McKay here, much more importantly. Melissa tell jurin how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Doing well. Uh, I, I've asked this question quite a bit, but never mind how we are. How is the country? How is Biden? Ah. How, is, how is Kamala <laughs> Harris? How is the supply train, the chain problem? How, is the, how are the gas prices? How are, How is oh, the boy. country doing so far, oh, getting boy. towards the end of, of Joe Biden's first year?
1: Mm, not so great, <laughs> although the country, uh, the, the administration would like you to think otherwise, since they did manage to pass that infrastructure bill with, by the way, the help of 13 Republicans in the House, uh, um, two of whom uh, I believe are from the New York area, uh, Nicole Malliotakis and Andrew uh, Gabarino, who uh, filled, it, it took over um uh, uh, um, representative former representative King's position yep. who's, you know he's now retired and he's a big commentator on WABC radio you can hear him I'm, I'm giving him a free plug but you that's what he's been doing lately and probably other things too and Nicole Maliatakis is the uh, the much heralded uh, representative from Staten Island and uh along with um 11 uh, uh, uh about 11 other colleagues they voted this infrastructure bill in saying that um it would benefit you know big cities like New York uh highways etc But unfortunately, uh, their their approval was met with a lot of Angst from um, uh, supposed constituents in their districts. Um, the, the the results being a, a severe, saying, "Well, you know, uh, 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 say goodbye to your seat cause it was, uh, because because uh, next next time election comes along, the the your re-election comes up, you're not going to have one." <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, a- Andrew Garbarino, they call him uh, around here, mm-hmm. Andrew Garbarino. <laughs> you know, and uh, uh-huh. he has the unfortunate spelling in his name that kind of yeah. lends itself to that and mm-hmm. uh, well he's I know him and uh, you know he's a nice guy and his father's the Islip mm-hmm. town chair here a guy named Bill oh, uh, mm-hmm. Garbarino and mm-hmm. he um, he just reported a death threat a serious mm-hmm. death threat in, oh, in the New York Post did you see that in the New York Post Melissa
1: no I, I must have missed that yeah. but I'm, I'm I, I don't doubt that at all I mean Denise I read some of the comments on Twitter and they were practically calling for the heads of, of Nicole and
0: Andrew. Well, what they said, uh, mm-hmm. what Andrew said, that was kind of uh, mm-hmm. that was kind of interesting. I almost said funny. Mm-hmm. It's not funny. Death threats mm-hmm. aren't funny, of course, right? But um no, but no, of he. Course. The New York Post uh, wrote an article, and I don't know if it was today or yesterday. Uh, it was sent over to me by some public officials, Republican mm-hmm. p- officials that were, were were not happy with um Rhino, as they call him. Uh, oh, and, and again, I'm not calling him that. They they've been calling him that, but yeah. I um, I, I was uh, I was reading it, and there's a quote that stands out. He said that the police took this death threat uh, more serious than some of the others, which meant you know he's got a lot of death threats. You know, he's got he's got a lot of death threats, and that's terrible and you know i shouldn't say it's uh, say it's funny but uh, a lot comes from a casual statement like that and it sounds almost oblivious to how it uh, he sounds almost oblivious to how harsh that sounds yeah he might he might have primaries on his hands and uh, you know a primary on his hand, and I don't know if he can get through it. From uh, if a conservative comes and and does it, and he's gonna, uh, you know, he's gonna have some trouble. Frank McKay here, urging everyone to go to MelissaItalduran How do you think these two will go? And I know Nicole very well. Uh, she's uh-huh. very close to the conservative party chair, uh, Jerry right. Kasar. He uh-huh. loves her, and uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know he he he's always supported her. He's the state chair, and he's a good guy, and. And she's been one of his favorites. And, uh, and they, you know, she, she went for this. I'm, I'm actually yeah. surprised that she, she did it, mm-hmm. but maybe she feels comfortable because of that relationship. How do you think they'll do in primaries because of this?
1: Well, I'm hoping enough time passes by so that people, you know, start to uh, forget their anger and realize that the bill might be beneficial for the roads and highways of uh, New York state right. particularly their districts because um people who who were, who who depend on let's say the Staten Island expressway I don't know I'm just qu- quoting what I've heard sure. but it can get yeah I mean like the LIE Long Island Expressway uh for us it can get really uh, beyond bumpy. I mean, it's crowded, and uh, it, it, it's just a, a chore to get by, to get through uh, a, every day. And that, that this bill uh, is supposed to uh, to ameliorate the conditions and, and and improve the infrastructure. Now, it's interesting, though, um, that the, that our favorite people, uh, the Gang of Four plus two. Voted against it because they they didn't get their, what they really wanted. They wanted the Build Back Better reconciliation deal, which uh, so they bo- they they voted against it. Great. I'm hoping that by the time uh, that uh, Nicole is up for re-election as well as Andrew, um, that they will be able to people will will forget what their anger somewhat and not you know take it out on them because I think, you know, you've got people who I think may be seeing it from a different angle and it might not be the best. Way for, uh, for us, basically. I, and I, I, I think they wanted to do this because they figured, you know, they thought they probably thought this through. They said, you know what, this, the squad, gang of four plus two, as I call them, are, are playing their usual games. And if we don't do something about it, they're going to hold this hostage. It'll never get past, or, or God knows what's going to be, what other, you know, ridiculous, wild, um, radical. You know, legislation is going to be pushed down our throats. So I think they, they decided this would probably be a good idea for, for New York, especially, and for other big cities, big states that have crumbling infrastructures.
0: Yeah, well, I I get it, and by the way, for the record, I like both Nicole Maliotakis and Andrew Garbarino. I mean, they're both nice people, and and mm-hmm. they're dedicated public officials. But you know, again, the, the question that that that's not the question. The question is, are they going to get primaried yeah. You know, from the right, and and uh, I guess they that,
1: probably uh, will. Look, yeah. They probably will. I mean they, I'm sure they know the risks but sometimes you know you you're going to vote on legislation that's not exactly popular your vote is not your decision is not going to go always go well over with your your constituents I'm sure they're going something's going to happen I'm I'm almost certain of it but I'm hoping they will prevail in the end
0: Yeah you know that's why they get paid the big bucks to make the tough decisions and and whatever and they they're rookies they're their first time freshmen uh, congressional members, and they're, uh, you know, this is, uh, they're finding out firsthand how tough this all is, and, I, yeah, look, it, you know, you have to make those decisions, and that's that's why you do it, and we'll see how it, it all plays out. I, I think some people were against it for the wrong reason. I think some people were against the infrastructure bill because they just wanted to make Biden look bad and, yeah. and stop him from, from getting it by, and if um, if that's the case, I mean, like you know, look, shame on them. That's you know, that's not why you why you are elected to to office to uh, you know be a, be a stumbling block or be a roadblock to the president, regardless of who it is. Again, Democrats did the same thing with with Trump, and when President Trump was there, and you know, a lot of Democrats said, "I'm going to vote against every single thing he does." And, you know, Kirsten Gillibrand was a little like that, right? She was going to vote against uh, anything that she put up. And, and, you know, that's assuming that everything that he puts up is bad and everything that Biden yeah. puts up is bad. Uh, you know, there's some gray areas in this world, Melissa, and... And mm-hmm. we, um, we sometimes forget that. It has to be black and white. It has to be good or bad, yin or yang. Uh, there's there's no room in a lot of people's minds for gray areas, but there are mm-hmm. a lot of gray areas, uh, correct?
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, the, the, in the past, you know, they went, when we had the old, Political parties, you know, when they acted the way that they should, they got they 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 did bipartisan work. They sat down, they were civil with each other. But sometimes people cross party lines and voted for things that were not necessarily, um, you know, in 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 keeping with the with the uh, the beat of their 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 party drum. Um, but today, it's things are so volatile and so hostile that if you dare to do that, you're opening yourself up to accusations. Um, uh, um, uh, Accusations and 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 hatred and and, and threats of, of not only of losing your seat but other things like death threats, losing your life.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, anybody that makes a death threat. Uh, on, on anyone. I mean, look, uh, you know, look, if, I, I could see if somebody hurt your your child, hurt your family, hurt uh-huh. you, whatever you want. You're going to kill them. You know, you're going to you're going to do it. I get that you're protecting um, your yourself or protecting family or loved one or someone who's in need of it. Uh, but when you start expanding that in your mind, that you are protecting the little people because he's voting for something that that. Biden did, or she's voting for something that that Biden supported. That, that's that's when we cross the line into crazy, and uh, and and nuts. And uh, there are, uh, you know, there's no room for that in uh, in this world. Frank McKay. Here, so much more importantly, MelissaItejljourn is where everyone should go. You're listening to the Melissa Itejljourn show. I don't know if I said this before, and we're talking about death threats here, um, but at the end of Pataki's. Reign when George Pataki, mm-hmm. who, by the way, I think is is looking better and better as a governor as as it goes on. But as yes, he as, left, as, a,
1: yeah. as a as a statesman, as a for well, he he's still a statesman. He's he's a former as a former governor. He he looks uh, I don't know if you want to call him an elder statesman. Yeah. I don't know exactly how
0: old he is. <laughs> he's Probably 70 something, you know, I, I would think. Right. Yeah. He's, uh-huh. he's something Maybe, like that. Yeah. But Pataki, you know, here's uh, you know, here's something he left. In, uh, on January 1st, 2007, and I may have said this before, mm-hmm. but when he did, the New York State troopers put out a report that there were X amount of, of death threats, serious death threats against the governor. I never really thought about it prior to that, right? And, mm-hmm. and, the, uh, and it, it, I, I think it was something like nine death threats. And yeah. uh, yeah. and you know they they followed it and they uh, they took it seriously and these were people that were um, you know watched very closely and and so forth. But it was just something that you never really think of. And it was as Spitzer was taking office, so it hit me because I spent yeah. a lot of time mm-hmm. with former Mayor Mike Bloomberg, and I used to I used to introduce him a lot. It would be me because yeah. it was the Independence Party, and I'm the chair for those unknown. Oh Uh, who don't know, and I was the longtime chair of the Independence Party. That is not on the ballot uh, anymore. We lost ballot status, but at the time, uh, we were in a powerful position, and we were responsible for making, for better or worse, making uh, Mike Bloomberg mayor, and then uh, once, uh, you know, uh, twice reelected, but certainly the margin of victory twice. But I used to introduce Bloomberg, and I would— I would be smooth up there. You know, I never had anything prepared. I just, uh, you know, I would just tell jokes and, and, you know, make light. And and, and then when it got serious, I would say something on a serious note. And I was kind of smooth on the mic. and, And then I'd say, let me introduce Mayor Mike Bloomberg. And... And the mayor would come up, and he'd be like, "Hi, everyone. Uh, yes, I just want to tell you, blah blah blah." And everybody used to say, "Oh my God, uh, you know, like we we don't want you introducing him anymore because because you sound so relaxed and he sounds so tense." So I said, after I saw this, after I saw this um, th- this piece on Pataki having nine death threats on him. I, I called Kevin Cheeky, who was his, you know, his right hand. I was his political okay. advisor, and he was his deputy mayor. Right. I called Cheeky, and I said, "Let me ask you something confidentially. Is is the mayor afraid of like death threats?" And he said, "Oh my God, I can't believe you said that." He said, "Yeah, he is. He is frightened to death. You know, I guess he's worth you know forty billion dollars or whatever. And he wants to live his life and whatever." He said, "He's he's." Deathly, no pun intended, but deathly afraid of these stalkers or these maniacs that are out there, and it made a lot of sense because I saw him in a uh-huh. at Lincoln Center behind the scenes, you know, with some of the Sopranos, and and he was getting uh-huh. an award. I gave him an award there, and it was a black tie event, and and some of the Soprano uh, cast members were there, and Dominic Chinnesi, that was his Uncle Junior. He got an award. And and I saw him backstage, and he kind of loosened his tie, and he was funny. Mm-hmm. He was like laid back and funny, and and you know it was in a very small setting, and I was shocked. And and Sheiky said, "Yeah," he said he gets. He said, "You think Pataki gets a lot? The mayor of New York City, you know, he gets. He, I, I think there was like actively eighteen or something like that." So, death threats. You and I don't get them, Melissa. I mean, I got. I've gotten mm-hmm. a couple over the years mm-hmm. for different things, yeah. you know. But he um he he got him as mayor and, and certainly governor pataki got them oh yeah
1: i'm sure yeah yeah, yeah. but but anyway
0: yeah. i didn't mean to go off on all of that but does that does that is that something you we just never think of these people in politics these people in public eye uh, they get for death threats it's serious death threats
1: well, that's to be expected. I'm sure can, we don't know how many the, the oh, how many the White House has gotten. Trump, <laughs> you can't imagine how many the White House has gotten. Can you
0: imagine how, Trump, how many Trump gets and, and has gotten?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it, 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 it would be mind-boggling. I think that's, that's the uh, occupational hazard of anybody who's in a position of, of, of public power. Uh, and, and making uh, any time, I mean, you know, if somebody just takes a dislike to you, you know, I'm, I'm going to kill you. I mean, you are you know, you better watch out because yeah. the next, next time you come around the block, is going to be your last. I mean, it's, yeah. it's unbelievable. And you have to have a thick skin when you go into this. You know, there, there are haters on Twitter, on social media, and they say horrible things about people.
0: Amazing. Yeah, just absolutely yeah. amazing, and, and it shouldn't be. So, you know, uh, just responding to this story on on Congressman Garbarino, just shame on whoever is is giving them death threats. I mean, it's uh, it, you know absolutely, you know absolutely amazing that we're we're in that kind of world. Let, let me uh, digress a, a, a tiny bit. And again, Melissa, is where you could watch the documentaries here. On the Melissa, I tell Juran show we're here with Melissa and me, Frank McKay. Uh, Melissa, <laughs> when we were younger, when you know, when we were kids, uh, when this country was younger, and uh, you know, in my lifetime, uh, I've seen a lot of lot of changes and a lot of things. And I remember going around the neighborhood and uh, and not worried about getting abducted, not worried about getting. Um, accosted i i remember you know bullying was bullying was big you know like you know out back then and and it was kid on kid usually but you didn't have to worry about an adult coming after a kid things have changed yeah. dramatically i, well, I yeah. don't know what it was like in Massbeth. that's that's where you grew up right you grew up in Massbeth queens what yes i did were you were you able to walk uh you know, walk around at night, and when the street streetlights... Well, well,
1: not when I was a child. No, not as I wouldn't walk alone as a child. No, I I never. You know, I wasn't. I didn't hang out on the street by myself. You know, with my friends, I had to. You know, I I had to be home. When I was a little older, yeah. But even so, you have yeah, you. You still had to be careful. My mother was always worried about me. Um, even when I was an adult, she was worried when I was out. You know. Uh, You know, going socializing, uh, going out, um, you know, whatever. Yes, definitely, definitely that. Um, I think you have to exercise caution wherever you are. But um, you know, things may have been a little safer then but uh, I'll, I'll i'll tell you what the, the crime in uh, new york city as a whole um definitely fluctuated i think you you couldn't you really had to worry about taking the subway at, at two in the morning <laughs> or, yeah. or even 11, 11 right. at night i mean you know and now forget about it i mean really, you really you've got to be doubly cautious or or get an uber and, or, or car service and, and take you you know home if you can
0: yeah definitely actually maybe it's different for men and women not with men and women boys and girls like growing up i mean we weren't you know what i did that you know i i would never want my children to do and i don't think they ever did i used to hitchhike i used to hitchhike for, uh, as a 13 <laughs> you were 14, adventurous
1: <laughs> yeah i mean
0: i was uh you know i was all over the island all over mm-hmm. the island. I was a long-haired kid and leather jacket and uh, you know, we. I'd go to uh, pits, you know, these, uh, these yeah. areas where I guess the hippies, the generation before, would dig them out and people would go mm-hmm. there and sometimes people would have guitars and and you know i was I was like ten years after the hippies or or whatever it was, but um yeah, I mean you would never you would never think of kids hitchhiking uh nowadays but i I did it regularly i, I and again i I can say it now, my kids are old enough and smart enough not to be influenced from me in a bad way i think but um <laughs> but hitchhiking i i mean j- just imagine i I'm sure you no. never hitchhiked in your life
1: no no i I tried not to although. Um, <laughs> you know, when in desperate times, you know, like when when you couldn't get home from school, you know, the the uh, you, the bus wasn't coming or whatever, or you or you were stuck somewhere and you you just couldn't get a a cab. Sometimes you'd say, well, you know what, maybe just this once. But no, I never I never did it. No, no, wow. I found I found a way home, a safe way home.
0: Yeah, well, it's just it, it's what a what a different world we're living in. One of the things we we talked about before on uh, off mic. We're saying, well, what's, what's going to happen? I mean, Biden's numbers are are in the tank. Maybe they get a little better with this, the passage right. of this infrastructure mm-hmm. bill. Maybe uh, they go up, and you could comment on that, please, if, if you can. Uh, but I, it, what's going to happen? I mean, is he seriously thinking of running in three years? And if not, is it Kamala Harris? And Kamala mm-hmm. Harris's numbers aren't exactly, you know, no, setting the they're, world they're on they're fire. No, they're in the either.
1: tank, too they' They're in the tank too. Um, i I guess he did at one time say he was intending to run, but of course all that remains to be seen because we don't know uh, what his how, how how fast his deterioration will go. I mean I, we We've heard rumors that the party knows that this guy is this guy's number is up that he's he served his purpose. he was the against Trump. Vote. That's what, I mean, people did not run out to vote for him because oh, I've got to vote for Joe Biden. No, they voted against Trump. That's why he was, to them, he was the best, the 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 best uh, the conduit for that. Yes, the best option, absolutely. And uh, his 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 his. Uh, Failings as a, a leader, um, both uh, um, cognitively <laughs> and otherwise, have shown him to be anything but a, uh, a, a reliable, solid choice. And, and his time is is ticking, and uh, I I think the, that something will happen. I mean, I've heard a lot of rumors. I'm sure you have that the, the parties, uh, the party, the people, the powers that be will say that. Uh, for health reasons he's he's been removed or he has chosen not to run Uh, he can no longer continue to serve the american people uh, they're not going to say we you know, we're really, you know, we, he did his time. Do you know he got us the election, uh, but now he's really doing a crappy job, <laughs> and we can't do, you know, we can't put up with this. But uh, Kamala, on the other hand, is no bargain. Um, I know she's, think, she's probably dreaming about the Oval Office, every, you know, and in, in every day, um, in her, in her sleep, she probably has dreams of the, you know, the, the Oval Office and oh, and and you know, sugar plums and all kinds of things. <laughs> I don't know. if I mean, she may. She may have to replace him. I don't think she's going to be the president in the long run. There might be other people that we don't know about. Uh, so um, while we're saying that there's going to be a, a a red wave next year in the midterms, I wonder if that could hold true for 2024. Will that translate into a, a, a big change?
0: Well, here's here's what what could happen. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Republicans wipe out the Dems in the midterm, and that's not Mm -hmm. uncommon. Dems have wiped out the Republicans in midterm. It's historically likely that that happens, Mm -hmm. right? So the Republicans come mm -hmm. out, and at that point, they're on the clock, and people are saying, okay, Republicans, let's see what you have, and let's see how much better our life is. So— you know, maybe Biden steps back. I mean, you know who ch- who flourished in that scenario? It was uh, it was uh, Clinton, Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. and he used mm-hmm. triangulation. Um, that yeah. was Dick Morris's theory, and and one of the things that he did is he would be between like the the extreme left. And the uh, Newt Gingrich right, and mm-hmm. he would just mm-hmm. position himself in the middle uh, as that third point in the triangle. So uh, the right. the conservatives and the Repo- well, the moderate Republicans would hate Clinton maybe, but they would hate the far left far more than they would hate Clinton. And right. the uh, mm-hmm. the extreme, or, or I should say, the moderate Democrats um, would hate the uh, uh, the extreme left and the extreme right. And uh, and the Republicans in general, and they would gravitate towards Clinton. So triangulation worked for for Bill Clinton. I don't know who's running the show for Biden, but, um, you know, can he do it? You know, Clinton was savvier politically than Biden is. But we'll we'll see what President Biden has um, in in store, uh, you know, for for everyone once that happens. But I think we could bet Mm -hmm. that there's going to be a red wave um, in, in 2022. Does it, you know, you brought up a good question. Does it continue to 2024? Um, hard to hard to guess at this point, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what was that, Clinton, I, what? I, that it's hard to guess. It's hard to oh. guess what will happen um, by 2024. So much more to go oh. in between now and then. I think
1: so. I think so. I don't think we can quite say, I mean, you, you, there's definitely going to be a red wave ne- you know, next year. Yes, but I, I don't know what's going to be uh for 2024 things, you know, back in, if you go back to 2009, that was the last time something parallel to this happened. Yes, there was a big, you know, a big red change, a big, you know, big red wave in Congress, and the Senate, um, during Obama's uh, first term, but ultimately Obama won re-election. So, um, but of course, Obama was a much stronger president than Joe Biden, his vice president. So, I don't know. I can't. I, I think Joe Biden. As you say, I think Joe Biden is out yeah. soon. I don't know when exactly. Some people were saying he would. Have, he should have been out by now, but he's, he's still hanging in there. But uh, I. I just think um, we, we can't count. We can't say. I don't know. I don't know who's going to be the ultimate Republican nominee. I mean. If, if, if you can believe these, these you know, the—I don't know if it's a nightmarish um, scenario of, of Trump getting the nomination. Uh, I don't know if that that might be uh, uh, that's that's going to be quite a sight.
0: Yeah, well, that you know that's going to be very telling. Uh, you know mm-hmm. where uh, where he goes. I mean, that could split the Republican mm-hmm. Party right in half, and mm-hmm. the, the Cheney. Um, faction. I'm, I call it the Cheney faction. We, there's no proof that they're mm-hmm. going to, they're mm-hmm. going to start their own party, but uh, they mm-hmm. they very well could. Uh, one of yeah. the things you, you touched on is is uh, uh, you know about President Obama being reelected. If you think about it, if you think about it, most. Presidents recently have been reelected Trump no but he still got You know what did he get 170 million You know uh, What did he how many votes did he get uh, 70 I'm sorry 70 million um, Votes or something Along those lines right more than that 73 Million he, he got a ton Of votes um, uh, mm-hmm. Trump and yeah, And Biden
1: 73 million yeah 73 Detroit.
0: million right So 73 million votes uh, And so he was a one termer what you know and the only one termer that we had in recent memory before that was George Herbert Walker Bush and he was in a right. 3 way race and and he would have been yeah. reelected if it wasn't for Ross Perot i mean i was yeah. you know i was that was there. And
1: also yeah. and also yeah if i may um, i'm sorry for, uh, for cutting no, in if please. Um, he he also said one um, I, I think his speech uh, was um, no new taxes that was his original Read speech my lips. when he was Read my lips, no new taxes, and then he raised taxes. That may have been a contributing factor, but definitely the the presence of Ross Perot uh, played a significant um, a, a significant um, role in in the election of Bill Clinton. I think it did. I, I think it it, it did. No it doubt. didn't hurt. It hurt his chances. Yeah, it hurt it hurt uh, Bush Senior's chances. But um, and ultimately. Um, Bush and Clinton became fast friends after all this was over. After the, their White House ten years ended,
0: yeah, he he was very gracious. You know, just yeah. a, a, a side note: Barbara Bush and George Herbert Walker Bush treated Hillary Clinton and uh, and and President Clinton, uh, well, President-elect Clinton, uh, as soon as the election was over, they brought they embraced them. They brought them in. They showed them everything about the, the White House that you could imagine. I don't think I, I can remember a classier change in power, especially when it was a contested race like that. You know, it, you know, I, you imagine they, Mamie Eisenhower was very nice to Jacqueline Kennedy when they came in, but they didn't run against each other. They ran against the Knicks. Yeah, well,
1: actually I heard Mamie Eisenhower did not like Jackie Kennedy. Oh, okay, sorry, take it I, back. Yeah, I— i read that and she went uh, jackie kennedy had given birth um she uh just before the inauguration well actually before after the election and um caroline she kennedy. was yeah no 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 to john june john oh, no john play. jr yeah no caroline was born before uh, oh, three right. years before yeah. Or so
0: yeah you got yeah. It. Um, honest.
1: and uh, t- uh jackie kennedy had a, a c-section and she was recovering from that and maybe eisenhower demanded that she come to the white house at that moment, uh, otherwise, there was no other opportunity. She didn't, I think, she, I don't no know. No kidding. Oh, my God. I yeah. didn't know any of this. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah, yeah. This came This Yeah. And, you know, I guess, you know, Jackie really was not well enough. She just, you know, she, she, but she had a go. She, I guess, she, Mamie Eisenhower was not exactly, I wouldn't say she was, being, you know, being overly, uh, gracious and uh, overly welcoming to her. I mean she must have known she had just had had a baby and was recovering from surgery. Well, that's terrible. But she demanded. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, she demanded she come at that time, that moment, that day for the tour and whatever. And she could have waited perhaps, but she she didn't want to. I don't know if she did it out of spite, who knows.
0: Wow. How about that? Yeah. Maybe she was close yeah. to Pat Nixon and uh, and close to the Nixons. I, I just,
1: uh, I don't know. Or maybe it. she envied, she just didn't like Jackie because Jackie looked, you know, too, you know, too chic for her, younger, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Wow, how That's about that? Yeah. Wow. You're talking about learning yeah. something new every day. I yeah, yeah. I, I would have assumed. I, I how about Nancy right. Reagan yeah. and, and Barbara Bush, I'm I'm sure. Oh, they didn't like each other. No. They didn't like <laughs> each other. Yeah, what the heck? I mean I, these first ladies have these dramas going on. I don't even Oh know my them. God, yes.
1: Oh yes, it's true. And, uh, it was well known, and it was an open secret within Washington circles, with that, and especially in the you know among the staff in the White House, that Nancy Reagan did not like Barbara Bush, even though, you know, Barbara Bush was it was I mean, the Bushes were wealthy, they they were blue bloods. She just didn't like her. She liked the way she dressed. She just didn't like her. You know, but Nancy was all Hollywood, and Barbara Bush was you know well, I, you know I thought was a very fine woman, you know well well you know well um, you know very. very uh, you know, uh, very well dressed, you know, well uh, clothed, etc. But she didn't look like a Hollywood actress. I mean, let's face it, she looked like a mature woman, in her, I, I think, her early 60s. And Nancy Reagan just, uh, she just had no patience for for Barbara Bush. She didn't, and she, they knew them. This was the vice president's wife. They knew them long enough, but uh, she did not make it easier for her. You know, easy at all for her to, uh, you know, get a tour, and she didn't. You know, she wasn't thrilled with her.
0: How about that? I mean, maybe that—that's a contributing factor of how nice Barbara Bush was to, uh, was to uh, Hillary Clinton, right? I mean, uh, she she yeah. liked Hillary, right? Barbara Bush. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, there—the the Bushes are not. For for all their you know blue bloodedness and you know and, and uh, their Yale you know connection, they're not they are not standoffish. They were you know more down to earth, I think. And, uh, and you know as I said before, the, the Clintons and the Bushes did a lot of you know um, White House charitable work together, and they collaborated on a lot of things. And uh, it's a different story. I mean, Nancy Reagan was a high maintenance. I mean, I like I think Nancy Reagan was a good you know a, a good spouse. She kept her husband in line. She, you know, she was she worked a little bit too much behind the scenes, I think. But she was very, you know, very Hollywood, and 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 everything had, to, you know, she did, everything had to had to um, had to agree with her sensibilities. And you know, she had high, very high standards. Let's say that she's not here to defend herself. She has high expectations of people of things. And I guess uh, the Bushes were not exactly her cup of tea. They were not the kinds of people she would have as close friends. So. You know,
0: it's human nature. How about that? Wow. Yeah, you're yeah. a wealth of information. That's, uh, that's <laughs> As always. I, wow, Melissa, I tell a Thank you. Yeah, giving us uh, some insight into the first ladies. Yeah, I mean, that's that's good history lesson right there. I never knew that. <laughs> Even about Mamie Eisenhower and... Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, that came that,
1: out recently. No kidding. Came out recently,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Do, do you know what came yeah. out...
0: On on Bush, you know uh, George Herbert Walker Bush, uh, not mm-hmm. that long ago, really, and uh, and also Eisenhower was rumored to, um, you know, to have affairs. You know, have mm-hmm. affairs. You know, we we, it's well known about the Clinton affairs and the Kennedy affairs, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know he you know Bill Clinton president Clinton idolized president Kennedy and and probably didn't think there was anything wrong with it because he you know this is what men do type of thing which is bs right but that's uh, mm-hmm. you know that that probably was where he got some of his motivation from but George Herbert Walker Bush you always think of him as being a you know a real you know, like steadfast husband and everything else, but uh, they they said he was a he was a naughty boy uh, actually, and then even mm-hmm. in his nineties at the end, yeah. That did, yeah. You, did you hear about that? There was a picture taken with a uh, with a, a Republican supporter and right. a, a mm-hmm. woman, and he I think he groped her.
1: God, and, yeah. I I read that. It's very unsettling to yeah. read that. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think it was? It, it, do you think it was because he was uh, older and maybe his his um. Reasoning faculties had diminished, and he was doing these outrageous things, or if that was just an extension of his actual personality.
0: I don't know. It, the thing that yeah, I found it unsettling too. I was disturbed by yeah. that. I, I was yeah, yeah, you know, me too. One, one of the things that bothered me more was that he had a little joke attached to it, and supposedly uh-huh. he used the uh, he used the joke often, which meant that he did it more than once. And what oh, he God. would say, <laughs> what he said is, "My favorite uh-huh. magician." is David Copperfield. Oh, no. Oh, right? no. Did you ever hear that? And he copped a field. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Oh,
1: yeah. I cringe. I'm yeah. sorry. I cringe Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's terrible.
0: But, uh, you know, that, that doesn't sound like it's, um, you know, like spur of the moment, crazy Uncle George doing this or whatever. It sounds, you know, and again, he's not yeah. here to defend himself, but, I mean, it, uh, it sounds like he did this more more than ever. But I got to say this, mm-hmm. and, and, again, one of the least popular presidents... Uh, at least mm-hmm. uh, ex-presidents of all time was was Richard Nixon, you know, and he, he was looked at as being paranoid and everything else. Mm-hmm. I've got mm-hmm. to say this: there there is no record that I could find mm-hmm. of yeah. of Richard Nixon having an affair on Pat Nixon. And yeah, yeah. One of the things that stands out to me is that. But what was it? San Clemente was that their their. Uh,
1: Yes, their winter what what was it? They had um California they didn't they really have a couple of yeah, they didn't really have a couple of white houses. They had a southern white house and a western white house.
0: Is that true? Yeah, I think so, but the the western yeah. white house uh, I think would have been their home was San Clemente. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. what they called it. You know, their their mansion. Yeah. Now, Pat Nixon right. died before uh, Richard Nixon died. Yes, that's, and he, that's true. He yes. Very very committed to first lady Mm -hmm. patricia nixon and well pat nixon uh, as she's known and the there was a uh, there was a cnn reporter while she was dying while while the first lady was was about to pass and she said you know Mm -hmm. i've she said i i'm just going to say this i've never been a big fan of, mm-hmm. of President Nixon, but I have developed the deepest respect for him," she said. "I've mm-hmm. I've stood outside this house for for two weeks, and you know, with a crew, and and we've noticed one thing: they don't have servants round the clock servants. Mm-hmm. They have a nurse that comes in and and mm-hmm. helps uh, uh, Mrs. Nixon get uh, get changed and 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 fed." Mm-hmm. And there is a long stretch of time, there is a strong, long stretch of time um, throughout the night, uh, you know, the evening and night, where it's just the president and uh, and Mrs. Nixon, and of course, there's Secret Service watching outside or whatever. But that they are alone that whole mm-hmm. time. And he and she said, I I I just want to point out to you that she is bedridden, and what this would tell you is that the president is is most likely. Uh, changing her her bedpans, and mm-hmm. she said, "For for a man who was twice elected in landslides, mm-hmm. you know, or uh, you know, in, in landslide, uh, and especially the McGovern one, uh, and twice mm-hmm. elected as vice president, uh, mm-hmm. this is a man who is is humbled by his his wife, um, and during his uh, resignation, uh, he can never bring up." Uh, his wife without breaking down and choking up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he. This is a man who has deep love and commitment to to his wife. And this was at a time, I think, where President Clinton was in office and, of course, yeah. you know, sleeping with everything he could, you know, could oh, sleep and, and every right. I should say, every one I well, could.
1: I think, I think Kennedy, um, if, I, if I, I, I may cut in, I think yeah. Kennedy was probably more prolific... In that area yeah. than, than than anyone anyone in
0: he was younger memory. Too, I, yeah maybe in yeah
1: the, yeah yeah
0: but yeah it, but,
1: very ha- very handsome and and I think in those days you didn't have social media, I think the 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 press looked the other way, and it was a totally it was a different world
0: yeah, but what do you what do you think about that? the last thing in the world you would ever think of is uh is Richard Nixon being this great husband, but Richard Nixon yeah. was probably a great husband,
1: yeah. Yeah, well, he came from a different generation, a different time, and um, I don't think he was very good at showing emotion. Uh, we know, well, he, he's a complex psychological person, and, uh, you know, Watergate aside, and uh, I, I, I just think he, he came from a different generation, and perhaps his wife meant, you know, a lot to him, he just didn't always express it, um, and he um, he was just that kind of a, a person. How I... Um, i guess they, they they needed each other in the end they were always there for each other. I'm sure Watergate was a hard, a terrible period of time for for pat nixon uh to have to live through that like the resignation and, and the humiliation that came with that i mean they they practically exiled themselves they they flew to california and and the, she got a stroke uh, a, a year or two later and um and he and and i i think they 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 hid out from the public. They they took they they took a, a low profile. They they didn't get too involved with anything. But they so they had each other. They were married for a very long time. I think you know, she did die a year before he did, and it was a it was a very difficult thing for him to have to lose his spouse. As as with many long term married people, you know it, it, it's like a lifetime. So you lose that person and. and it's 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 devastating. It's it's unmistakably, un, un, uh, unimaginably devastating. I mean, we, unless you're in it or you know people who, who passed, who were married for 50 plus years, it's 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 a difficult thing. It's like a it's a lifetime relationship.
0: Wow. Yeah. No doubt about it. But I mean, kudos to uh, president nixon former president nixon on on how he was as a husband and you, you know at that yeah. time at t- that time of course president nixon um uh, was uh, uh you know was winding down his life and and president clinton was in the middle of his mm-hmm. uh, of his career as uh, as president and if i have my timeline right but the one thing I, I've got to say is is that women you know probably because of reproductive rights issues and so forth but pre- President Clinton was very popular with women and um, mm-hmm. and President Nixon was very unpopular with uh, with women and if you think about it uh, if you if you ask most of those people who would you rather? Your your mm-hmm. daughter marry, President a mm-hmm. uh, young President Nixon or young President Clinton, I uh, mm. you know majority <laughs> of women would say yeah yeah uh, President Clinton of course, And say, really <laughs> think about it, think about that question who would you rather your daughter yeah. who would you rather have uh, as a husband yeah, young yeah, yeah, President yeah. Nixon or pr- young President Clinton, and uh, and by the way there's no. There's no question about it, right? I mean, there's uh, when you when you look at it from that standpoint, unless you don't mind being cheated on If you know you know if you don't mind being cheated on it's it's whatever. and and again, I'm not passing judgment on President Clinton mm-hmm. or President Kennedy or anyone. but if that's the yardstick for for mm-hmm. what a husband is, I mean it's um, it, you know I, I, I think uh, you know President Nixon probably wins that contest hands down.
1: Um, maybe, maybe. Right we don't you know, know.
0: right we today, don't, know, we don't know
1: today's people have different sets of of uh, you know qualifications what makes a husband in you know this day and age what are you looking for it's a different time
0: Yeah interesting though you know very yeah you know, very interesting uh, a- any final thoughts on 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 where we are with this infrastructure bill does it change things is it a pivot point a turning point for uh for Joe Biden, for President Biden, um, do his numbers start going up now that this is passed and it's passed him?
1: Well, I don't know if it's going to really boost his, his image. It's, you know, the conservatives, the real diehard conservatives and some of these, some of the right wing public feel that they, you know, they just hate anything associated with Joe Biden. So they're going to they're going to pan it to death. They're going to just, you know, trample it, trash it. And anyone who any Republican who goes along with it, uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 let's see how how it pans out. Let's see how it works for for New York, for example. But uh, the progressives, you know, the, the the radicals, the gang of four plus two, uh, they they feel he hasn't done enough for them, and they're on this quest to have a socialist slash communist America. And uh, they, they we don't know what they could do. They might try to sabotage him. You know, they're they feel they're already turning on him. And uh, you know we're we're a really divided country. I am, uh, there's going to be some kind of civil war at some point. I mean, not with guns, maybe, but you know, we're this this our government is going to change. I think the we're headed down the I think we're headed down the road to uh, a, a total total dissolution of, of of the America that we all have known that we grew up with. The bipartisanship is a rare thing these days. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's going to be uh, we're, we're going to see things are going to start to change. And I don't know. Um, I, I, I could be wrong, but maybe this helps him pull through, you know, to save his safe face. I, I don't know. But uh, I just I don't know who's going to be in power. I don't know who's going to who's going to get the White House in 2024. Uh, if, if Trump gets in, yeah, uh, and, then they, and it splits the Republican Party, then they've, you know, then they've done themselves in. I don't know if they realize that.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's an eternity away. I mean, uh, in in politics, and I've said this a million times, in politics, if you don't like the way things are going, just wait. In ten minutes, everything yeah. could be completely different. And you know, just yeah. ask uh, ask Joe Crowley. You might ask. Uh, oh, uh, ask, forgot about uh, him. Yeah. yeah. As so many mm-hmm. people, it's uh, we are. You, I think you're right. There's going to be a, a massive um, revolution, and I don't mean with guns. I'm not, you know, pushing that alarm, uh, and you know, I'm not saying a civil war like that. But I, I, I think you're right. Where we're looking at a much different um, country than what we grew up in, and. And we'll see what happens. Personally, I think the passage of the infrastructure bill helps President Biden because uh, it, it's showing competence that he can get it through, he can get something new. Prior to this, um, it, it, he looked unbelievably just stymied, and it looked like mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell just uh, was going to stop him at every front. But the, the passage mm-hmm. of an infrastructure bill is a major accomplishment for, for Biden. So I don't know where it'll go. I don't know that it turns it all around. But the Republicans locally that did so well in their local elections throughout the country uh, should, should be thankful that it didn't happen until after, uh, after mm-hmm. these elections. So and, um, see what happens next year. Uh, final That's, thoughts?
1: Yeah, but just uh, all we can do is just stay tuned and stay well.
0: Yeah and to everyone listening from Melissa and myself uh, thank you very much for listening each yes. and every week.
1: Thank uh, you. Thank you.
0: Thank you Thanks very to much.
1: everyone. Mm-hmm.
0: And we will see you all next time on the Melissa I Tell John show.